Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis. It's game morning. We're doing a special game day, I should say, a special version of First and Ten ahead of tonight's Raiders season opener over at Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders kick it off at Allegiant Stadium, Monday Night Football against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I can't wait. I couldn't sleep last night. Uh, It's like Christmas uh, Eve and Christmas morning. Uh, I'm just ready to open up the package and see what the heck the Raiders are all about. Um, Got a good chance to to look at a bunch of football yesterday, Um, NFL football. It's... As yesterday showed, and I'm going to bring in our great uh, co-host Sam Gordon here in just one second, but as yesterday showed, uh, just throw everything out, man, um, that you thought you knew and think you know and all that about the NFL. Uh, As we've been saying for quite some time, NFL seasons unfold the way they unfold. Uh, You don't have much control uh, over it, and with between injuries, surprise teams, young players getting better, rookies making impacts, whatever the case might be. It's just so unpredictable, and that's why we love it. Before we get uh, started, just want to let you know that First and Ten is sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by Blue Wire and Tick Pick. Sam Gordon, my great teammate and colleague uh, with the Las Vegas Review Journal. You can follow uh, or, or get his um, uh, Raider content over at Vegas Nation, uh, the app, or VegasNation.com on the computer. Uh, we have you guys covered on everything from stories, videos, podcasts, photos, uh, the whole nine yards. Sam, how are you doing, my man? Hey, Vinny, it's a, it's, a, it's a lovely day in Las Vegas. Great day for some football. And to me, Vinny, the day that, that this city really – uh, I think it's going to take ownership of this team. Well, we, we understand the team played here last year, of course, with no fans. But tonight, I'm expecting an atmosphere like no other. I cannot wait to be there. And, of course, a, a tremendous matchup, too, with the Raiders hosting Lamar Jackson, like you said, and, and a Super Bowl contender the Baltimore Ravens. So, I can't wait. Uh, it, it definitely feels uh, different here in Vegas this morning. And I can't wait to be out of the stadium today. Well, and I agree with you. And um, I was at an event last night, uh, you know, uh, in conjunction with the radio show that I do uh, with Raider Radio and um, it was over at this uh, location called the Rockstar Bar uh, over on Las Vegas Boulevard, and it was packed. Uh, it started at five o'clock. Uh, we were we were rolling until about nine, ten o'clock or so, and it was packed with Raider fans that were coming. I had people, uh, Sam, telling me they literally got off the freeway from driving in from you know whether it was uh, Los Angeles or Rancho Cucamonga or the Bay Area. They literally got into town, rolled into town, uh, and, and drove up to the, to the location uh, to hang out with us. That's how – I mean, it was just packed with Raider fans. And there were some – a lot of them were here locally. A lot of them were from out of town, ready to celebrate and, and go to the game tonight. So it's just – it's when we talk about the fan uh, part, part of it, uh, Sam, it's just something that we weren't able to see last year, weren't able to really gauge last year. 
but if last night was any indication, and if you're around town, you see Raider uh, gear all over town. Oh, yeah. um, it's just going to add something so spectacular and so special to the equation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the fact that, I mean, the NFL clearly knows this. It's a standalone game, Monday Night Football, capping uh, what was, a, like you said, a compelling uh, opening week one of games and really a chance not just for, for Vegas to see what their what their fan base and what their team is like up close and personal, but for the entire country to, to really feel uh, what it's like to be a part of the game tonight. I cannot wait. I'm expecting, a, again, a crazy atmosphere. We know uh, that this city's been waiting a long time, right? Like so long for, for this moment tonight. Uh, and, and again, I don't think it, it could, it's, there couldn't be a better stage with, with Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens coming to town against a revamped Raiders team that has playoff expectations this season. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, last night we found out that uh, kind of uh, sort of out of nowhere, uh, the Raiders sent out a, a little bit of a press release, an updated uh, injury report. And lo and behold, Josh Jacobs, their star running back, uh, was downgraded to questionable due to a illness. Um, I I don't believe that it's COVID related. Uh, that would, if it was COVID related, obviously that would, you know, uh, go in a whole different direction. So, somewhere between sat or uh, Saturday morning and or Friday night and Saturday morning, um, and then Sunday, something happened. Um, he's not feeling well. I guess uh, might be the uh, uh, the situation. I've been trying to check on it this morning to see if there's any update. Nothing uh, yet, but um, you know, I. Sam, I would be, I would be almost shocked if he didn't play. Uh, but I don't know, having having really zero information on it, um, you know, can't make that call. But uh, I, I'd be surprised if Josh didn't play. If there was any chance that he could, yeah, I think so too. I mean, and like you said, if it was a COVID situation, it would be a little bit different of, of a trajectory to, to this to, to what was unfolding. This, you know, over the course of the weekend. But like like you said, and you know, I don't have any information either. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It's a Monday night opener. He's one of the faces of the team. One of the most important components of the offense. And uh, even if it's, a, you know, in some kind of limited capacity, you would think he would be out there. Now, with that said, if there is a situation in which he can't go, uh, that's why you bring in a guy like Kenyon Drake, who was a bell cow kind of running back uh, in Arizona last year, is, is capable of handling a full brunt of carries. We know he's going to have a big role either way. That's why they bring him in at the price tag they did, because they expect him to be a, a key contributor in this offense. But uh, you have a little bit of depth behind Josh Jacobs if there is something that, that prevents him from being able to, to take on a full workload uh, tonight. And, it's, you know, Kenyon Drake's debut with the Raiders either way. And, and this is a guy that was, you know, double-digit touchdowns last year and a difference maker in the Arizona Cardinals uh, offensive with Miami before that. So expecting him to be a difference maker uh, tonight with or without Jacobs. Yeah, and uh, I go back to uh, last March when that transaction uh, came down the pike, when they came into an agreement. Um, you know, and, and – was it a surprise? I guess to, to some people, it was definitely a surprise. And, and there was actually some criticism of it, even amongst Raider fans. Like, why are you paying uh, a backup running back? You know, you got Josh Jacobs. Uh, well, uh, I remember at the time thinking, you know, especially after talking to some people and what the thinking was behind the whole uh, situation, I was like, you know, there's going to come a time probably – uh, at some point in 2021 where you're really happy that Kenyon Drake is on the roster. And right off the bat, that could be the case uh, uh, tonight, Sam, if, if, if Josh Jacobs isn't able to go. You've got somebody in Kenyon Drake. Forget about the money. Who cares about the money? It's not your money or my money or anything like that. Uh, you, you, you pay for what you think you're going to need or, or to cover every base. And you tr that's what you try to do in roster management. And here you have a guy like Kenyon Drake. If Josh Jacobs can't go, 
is more than um, you know suitable as as a replacement. One hundred percent. But he eight hundred seventeen rushing yards in two thousand nineteen, and then nine hundred fifty five yards uh, to go with the ten touchdowns last year with Arizona. He had more than fifty catches in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen. We figured that he was going to be a part of this passing game, but he's a guy again that that handled a big workload. Uh, last year is more than capable and you bring him aboard because you want to reduce the workload a little bit that Josh Jacobs had to deal with of course uh, felt like there was some attrition last year that prevented him from being quite as efficient as he was as a rookie so whether it's Jacobs and Drake tonight whether it's just Drake I think the Raiders are in solid shape with with their backfield uh, situation now with that said I'm not sure if the same could be said for the Ravens a very unfortunate situation over there with all their running backs going down with that in mind Vinny we know they have Lamar Jackson back there he is the key to making that that record-setting running game go. What do you expect uh, out of the Ravens, and what do you feel like the Raiders need to do uh, to slow that running game down, regardless of who's uh, at running back next to Lamar Jackson? Yeah, and I think, um, you know, uh, no, no, no dis- disrespect for the Ravens. Um, we know in the NFL everybody's going to bring it. Everybody's going to, um, you know, present challenges. But I think first and foremost, this is all about the Raiders. Um, you know, so – and they've been gearing up for this moment for so long now uh, with that defense. You didn't really get a chance to see any of it during preseason. They really, you know, did a good job outside of, you know, Trayvon Morig and, and Nate Hobbs, some of the younger, younger players, you know, that they're going to be leaning on uh, during the regular season. Those guys got their feet wet. So, you know, uh, trying to trying to get them acclimated. But aside from that, you didn't really see the starting guys at all. You know, the Max Crosby's, the unique Ngakwe, Quinton Jefferson, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Hankins, the, the the starting linebackers, the starting cornerbacks, Trayvon Mullen and Casey Hayward. So um, all we can go on is what we saw in practice. I like what I saw in practice. It looked a lot better from top to bottom. Uh, the rotation on that defensive line, I think, is is going to uh, to, to flash early on. I think you're going to see a lot of different guys playing along the defensive line. Uh, but in terms of you know being able to stop the Ravens, uh, we've heard this so much, and this is so critical when it comes to a tricky kind of an offense. Uh, like the Baltimore Ravens and really for any offense, but particularly this type of offense, it's assignment oriented football, Sam, Uh, you have to carry out your assignment. And I know it's easy to get caught up in, you know, the, the, what they're, what they're trying to make you think you're, you're, you're seeing. I know that it's easy to do that. That's why it's so important to do what you're read your, make your reads and, 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 uh, and carry out your assignment based on that. And I think that, when you do that, good things are, are going to happen. But it's, like I said, it's easy to get tricked into, sucked into, and it will happen. That's just the way football is designed. You're gonna, you're gonna get sucked into something that um, you think you're seeing, but it's not really what you're seeing. Um, and 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 a big play might happen. But if you if you carry do the assignment oriented football and tackle, um, tackling is hugely important tonight. Good things can happen, and I'm anxious to see if the Raiders are capable uh, and ready to do that. Well, yeah, I, I am too, man. And, and the, I think the storyline, you know, at least from my perspective of the offseason, was how the Raiders addressed this defense. And, and you look at what, what they were what did at linebacker, um, and partially in, in result because of the injuries that they had during camp. But now you're looking at a revamped defense kind of across all three levels. We know it's a new defensive line. Key contributors on the defensive line now with K.J. Wright and Denzel Perriman uh, at the linebacking core. That that unit looks a little different. And then, like you said, on the back end with Casey Hayward, Javon Mary coming in, uh, th- th- there's going to be new, uh, new contributors at the secondary as well. So what, what, a, what a great opportunity for that 
that defense uh, to come out there and kind of showcase what it has against one of the better offenses uh, in the league or what uh, an offense that we figure to be one of the better ones in the league. It's, it's, it's going to be a tremendous test, and we're really going to find out in week one tonight what kind of, how much this defense has improved. At least we're going to be able to see some of the seeds of that kind of improvement, or so we think, based on the transactions that they made, like you said, based on what we've seen during training camp, what seemed like better tempo, better energy uh, throughout the course of training camp, and uh, it's a really a fascinating matchup. What if there's uh, three players defensively that you uh, are going to key on? Who, who, who would that be? Well, it's that the unique Nagakwe is definitely going to be one of them, right? The former Baltimore Raven was brought in uh, to be the kind of the big ticket difference maker on that defensive line to, to give that pass rush a punch that it didn't have last year so I'm definitely excited to see what, what, what he has and then Casey Hayward the veteran corner what what does he have what's he going to add to that secondary uh, at this stage of his career I think he still has a lot of good football left in him knows Gus Bradley's system knows what the, what the Raiders want to do defensively and gives that secondary a veteran presence and then for me Vinny a big one is is the rookie safety Trevon Merrick what I mean, this is a huge, uh, a huge opportunity for him. We, we heard the Raiders coaches uh, this past week talk about kind of the importance of his role. He's going to have to make some plays in the open field and in coverage. What is he going to bring to the table in his first start in his NFL debut? So those are the three that I'm looking at. But there's I mean, there's players all over this defense now uh, that, that are exciting and that bring a different dynamic. Who are you keeping your eye on tonight? Yeah. You know, as you as you were mentioning all that, um, you know, my mind is racing, too, because you're right. There is. I mean, I want to see KJ Wright. I want to see Denzel Perryman. I want to see, you know, uh, where Corey Littleton is, um, you know, in terms of being in the new defense and settling down after a year with the Raiders. Uh, I want to see what Cleve Farrell, um, you know, what kind of steps he's ready to take out. Max Crosby um, has been just in tremendous shape. Uh, caught my eye in OTAs that something looked different about Max, uh, the way he was uh, uh, carrying himself, the way he was practicing, the way he was leading. Um, I want to see, you know, if he's ready to turn that corner and become like a dominant type of a of a pass rusher coming off kind of a, a not so great year for him. Uh, Solomon Thomas, you know, um, so there's there's play. Uh, Damon Arnett, where is he in, in terms of his development? So there's a slew of guys defensively. Jonathan Abram playing this, uh, playing the box uh, safety position, and Sam. To me, um, he's kind of set up for not. I wouldn't say a make or break kind of a game, but this kind of a game playing this type of an offense in his sort of a role. And I think it's going to be prominent. And I think there's going to be some, they're going to, they're going to feature Jonathan in a few different ways, whether it's activating him in the, in the, in the pass rush, which I, I think as the season goes on, you're going to see Jonathan Abram uh, on some safety blitzes, but also being, uh, bringing his physicality in the run game and kind of mitigating and minimizing uh, his role in, in, in pass defense so that he's not, you know, being exposed some of what his weaknesses are or flaws are uh, in, in pass coverage. To me, Jonathan Abram is set up to have a big game. I mean, if, if his if he could put it all together um, and and remain disciplined and kind of stay within himself, there's a chance for him to have a big game. And I think that would be critical for him, uh, Sam, to get off on the right foot because if it's if it becomes an issue of sort of the same old mistakes that we've seen uh, in, in the past. That probably doesn't bode well either. 
Yeah, and that's you know that's part of the, the Gus Bradley effect is is you 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 revamp this defense a little bit not only with personnel but the scheme change um, going to more of a cover three system where there's a little bit more zone coverage is designed to to put a player like Jonathan Abram in a situation for success like you said Vinny, where he can be closer to the line of scrimmage be instinctual make plays in the running game like you said use his physicality get in the backfield a little bit like we saw him do uh, on occasion last year and blow some plays up I mean he there is a an element of um, recklessness, and I say that in, in this sense in a positive way that, that he plays with that I think at times um, can really lift that defense. Now, of course, there was an element of that last year that played in the, that, that, that cost the Raiders at times as well, like you said, especially in coverage situations. But with his responsibilities and coverage reduced, like you said, I think he's set up to have a big game tonight. And if he has a big game tonight, that, that could set the tone for what could be a big year three uh, for him as well as he continues to mature as a player. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out, visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation and use the promo code Vegas Nation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Well, we're about 15 or so minutes in. Uh, maybe my, my math might be off just a little bit, but somewhere around there, um, Sam. And, and lo and behold, we haven't mentioned the name Dark Carr yet at all. <laughs> and I, I bring that up because it, it's 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 kind of a um, it, it, it's it sort of follows what's been going on this offseason training camp. Um, you know, OTAs going on back to all, all the way to the OT, OTAs, where in the past Derek Carr dominated uh, the conversation. That's no longer uh, the case, and I think that's actually a good sign. I think Derek Carr has solidified himself uh, as a guy that the Raiders can certainly count on. Um, he's he's he will eventually be part of the solution. I don't think he's uh, part of the question anymore. Um, I think that's elsewhere. Uh, whereas I think Derek Carr is one of the certainties uh, in that. Am I reading that situation incorrectly? No, I think I think you're spot on, Vinny. I think you take a look at the last three years, right? Since John Gruden got to, to Las Vegas or got to, to with the franchise, which is now in Las Vegas, uh, he's averaged 4,068 yards over the course of the last three seasons, completing 68.9% of his passes, making him one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL, 67 touchdowns to 27 interceptions and a pass rating of nine. 98.6. Very, very good. He has been steady. His play has been steady. I think he's been steady from a leadership standpoint as well. And it's, it's kind of been all about rearranging the pieces around him and making sure that the, the defense is on point, making sure that he has the right supporting um, cast on offense. And I think now at this stage, right, where he's entering his age 30 season in the prime of his career or entering the prime of his career or smack dab in the middle of it, you know, that's all semantics at this point. Either way, he's played a tremendous stretch of football these last three years. You figure that's set to continue. I think you're 100% right. You look at the supporting cast he has, 
one of the best players in the NFL. Uh, and Darren Waller also entering his prime. Now you have these young receivers, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards uh, poised to take a step up, and then Hunter Renfro as well, who's established himself as one of the most reliable slot receivers uh, in the league, who's doing that so far in his career. So you take a look at where, where he's at in his career. I think it, it seems, based on our interactions with him, that he's in a good place um, physically, mentally, has a has a handle of who he is, has a handle of what this team's going to be like, and is ready to to lead what could be uh, another, you know, top 10-ish offensive unit uh, this year again in 2021. Now, with that in mind, we're going to be seeing a new-look offensive line tonight for the first time. That's w- one thing I'm curious about is how does that line fit in around what Derek Carr and that offense wants to do? Yeah, no question about it. And, um, you know, obviously the the status of Josh Jacobs is going to play into um, into what goes on offensively. The offensive line, um, a lot of uh, questions – uh, that that need to be answered. Um, you know, uh, do you feel good about the offensive line? Richie Incognito is not going to play tonight. John Simpson uh, gets the nod uh, as the left guard. Um, you know, uh, that that offensive line physically matching up to what's historically one of the most physical defensive line and defensive schemes uh, in the NFL is going to be a key. I'm fascinated about Henry Ruggs. I'm fascinated about. Um, you know, Brian Edwards, um, obviously we all know what Darren Waller's all about, but if they can get those two young wide receivers um, into the mix and into the mix early, uh, I think it changes some of the dynamic of the Raiders offense. And, I, and, and in particular, Henry Ruggs, I got to believe that uh, John Gruden's been cooking up uh, some, some, you know, uh, featured ways or, or ways to feature Henry Ruggs uh, early, especially, and get him uh, rocking and rolling as early as possible. But that's what I'm curious about. What's John Gruden got up his sleeve um, yep. to, to maximize what Henry Ruggs is all about? Yeah, yeah. I think we saw glimpses of the player that Henry Ruggs could be last season. We saw glimpses of the kind of effect that he could have on the offense. And even when he didn't catch the ball or, or wasn't featured, there was still an effect that he had because of that 4-2 speed, as we're aware of. But in year two, I think it's time for a jump in production, and that means it's time for the Raiders to figure out um, some creative ways to unlock him. And like you said, I, I think we're going to see – uh, something like that tonight. I, I I don't know if we're going to see the whole playbook. It's a long season, but you would imagine that he's going to be part of the equation, um, given the, t- the kind of dynamic he gives to that offense and given the kind of um, speed that he has, the uncanny speed that he has out there on the perimeter. So uh, he, he's, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on him this year with where he was taken in the draft, with the kind of speed and the kind of effect that we believe he can have um, if he taps into his full potential. It's, this is a, a crucial year for him. And, you know, uh, again, what better way to start it than with a, with a show case game against the Baltimore Ravens. Yep, uh, absolutely. And um, lastly, I got to ask you, uh, Sam, yeah. um, we've got a lot of questions about, you know, how that defense is going to look, how that offensive line is going to stack up. Where's Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards? Um, but my, my, my final question to you is, we haven't seen Allegiant Stadium in a regular <laughs> season game uh, with Raider fans Um you know, packing the house. I expect a full house tonight, obviously. Um, and I'm just curious. I kind of have a feeling what it's going to sound like, what it's going to look like, what it's going to be like, and what it's going to be all about. Uh, but what are your thoughts uh, heading into the first game over at Allegiant Stadium with fans? Oh man, me. Oh geez, I, I think it's going to be packed to the. I mean, I think it's going to be packed to the rafters. Uh, I would expect the crowd to get there early to be really, really noisy throughout the entire uh, course of the game, especially when Baltimore has the ball and to really showcase um, kind of what 
what they what what this team, what this franchise means to this city, right? Like we haven't been able we, we've we've seen scenes of it. We see the fans out there that come, uh, I guess tailgate practice outside the Henderson facility. We saw kind of seeds of that atmosphere last year. There was still kind of a tailgating presence uh, as best as we could see with 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 COVID and all the protocols um, last year. But but we know that that the Raider fans are amongst the most enthusiastic, I'll say, uh, in the NFL. And, and I think that's what we're going to see tonight. It's, a, again, standalone game, Monday night football against the Baltimore Ravens. The, they couldn't be part of it last year. I think the place is just going to – I think it's going to be nuts. I just – I think it's we're going to see an atmosphere that I'm not sure we've seen. I'm not sure I've seen personally in my time out here. And, and, and like I said on uh, last week, Vinny, I think this is one of the seminal moments – uh, tonight is one of the seminal moments for Las Vegas as a sports city, uh, being able to to be a part of the NFL, to be a part of Monday Night Football, to really cheer on the Raiders and and support the Raiders in person and, and feel what it's like to have a stadium and to have a tailgate and, and the whole all the festivities and the hype that 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 make football so much fun. The, the Raider fans get to be a part of that. I think it's going to be an atmosphere unlike anything I've seen. Um, and, and, and I'm frankly excited to be a part of it. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Um, all of the above. And, uh, I, I think that, um, you know, and I've, I've talked about this, uh, on the podcast and, and on the show and written about it, but, um, you know, for anyone that, that hasn't heard me talk about this before, if, if you've ever driven by Allegiant stadium, um, whether you have, or you haven't, uh, just for my own, for my own personal, uh, you know, um, observations, I've driven by that, uh, stadium so many times at so many different hours of the night uh sam gordon and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about where i was and why i was there at three o'clock in the morning or anything like that but um anyway just kidding <laughs> the point being is this um every time i drive by there and it's there has been various points uh of, of the clock there's always a pack of raider fans outside allegiance stadium uh milling about you know, whether it's going to the uh, Raider, uh, the, the, the store, you know, the Raider image store that they have there, or just walking around the parking lot, taking pictures, taking selfies of themselves in front of the stadium. And Sam, uh, their, their, their smiles stretch all the way across uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. I mean, they're so happy and so proud, Raider Nation, to have that beautiful stadium as their home. I go back a long way with the Raiders, man, all the way back to when they were in Los Angeles. Um, and between their fights in Oakland to get a home that they could be proud of and a long-term home that they could be proud of uh, in Los Angeles, where they thought they were going to be and trying to fight to get something done there permanently, Back to Oakland, uh, trying to figure out a way to stay there forever, trying to get back to Los Angeles, figuring maybe that's where uh, the future is. That's where the new home is going to be. It's been a struggle and they've had to play in, um, you know, basically shared stadiums. You know, the Oakland Coliseum, they shared it with the A's. It was kind of a dump and is i'm just being honest you know it, it it has showed its age hasn't been taken care of the way it needs to be we all know you go to the coliseum it was you know also usc's building so um you, know, you had to share it with usc and by the time they got uh to the uh, to the coliseum the los angeles coliseum in the 80s it was the stadium i think was like 60 years old by that point you know that's how old it was at that point I, my math might be a little bit off it might have been even older than that um, so for them to now finally have a new home here in Las Vegas, which is a great strategically placed point for their fans in Los Angeles, their fans in the Bay Area, their fans nationwide that love to come to Las Vegas uh, to, for, for an NFL weekend, the growing base that they have here in Las Vegas, um, 
that, that that grows by the day. That pride that they have, Raider Nation, for that stadium, um, it's just so obvious. And I think that them getting into the stadium for the first time tonight for a regular season game is sort of the culmination of decades long pent up excitement. And there's the, the pride that they have for it. And I think the desire of, of that fan base to make Allegiant Stadium one of the toughest places to come play in the league. We're going to see that tonight. And yeah. uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they, what, what Raider nation has up its sleeve to make that place just a really difficult place to come and play football. Yeah, and I, and I think tonight sets the tone for what we're going to see all year long. Vinny, is that a, that is a team or that is a, a fan base, a city uh, that's ready that's ready for Legion Stadium, that's ready for the NFL, that's ready for the Raiders. And it, again, it starts tonight. Tremendous matchup, Monday Night Football. We're all going to be there, and uh, I can't wait for the game to get started. Absolutely, uh, and we will be there, uh, obviously. So uh, please check us out throughout the night um, into the uh, wee small hours of the morning. We'll get our stories and videos and podcasts posted as quickly as we can after the game. Um, so just download the app if you haven't yet, Vegas Nation. Uh, go online, VegasNation.com. We'll have, we'll have you covered from one inch of Allegiant Stadium to the, to, to the other and, and everywhere in between. Uh, we've got you covered. Check us out um, you know, uh, throughout the night again and, and obviously on, online and by the paper as well. Um, we got you covered. Sam, I will see you out at Allegiant Stadium in a few hours. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks to Larry Muir, uh, our great producer, um, who was willing to, uh, to do this special edition today. Uh, hopefully we'll have some surprises for you uh, throughout the week. Maybe uh, do a special one tomorrow uh, to recap what happened tonight. Uh, but uh, also want to say uh, thanks. Uh, uh, this show is sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by Blue Wire and Tick Pick. Enjoy the game, you guys, tonight. Do it responsibly. Have fun. If you're at the stadium, uh, say hi. If we're walking around the uh, the parking lot and you happen to see us, uh, don't don't be afraid to come by and, and say hi. Enjoy tonight. Um, it's It's been a long time coming, and I know that everybody's excited uh, to finally get into Elegia Stadium uh, and be a part of uh, uh, the Raiders here in Las Vegas. We'll check you guys out tomorrow, possibly. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.